My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what had been said through the Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sit in darkness have seen a great light. In those dwelling in a land overshadowed by death, light has arisen. From that time on, Jesus began to preach and say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. He said to them, come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. He, at once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers. James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, bending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. He went around all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness among the people. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. People who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of bloom, a light has shone. So I think we have a pretty good idea of what a land of bloom is like after the last several days and I think it's going to continue for a while. <laughs> We're in this darkness. It's hard to get excited. Even though we know that spring is coming, it's just hard to get going, to get moving, to feel alive and energized. It takes a great deal of effort. It really wasn't quite like that in the land of Zebulun and Naphtali, and isn't it? It's rather a pleasant place to be. It's a lovely light there. The little village of Capernaum sits at the top of the Sea of Galilee, and there are some hills behind it that are green, and they don't have this. But they had a different kind of gloom. And maybe while they didn't share our gloom, we might even though we seem to be in a very different place than they would be, might share their gloom in some ways, and so be just as hungry and just as needy and just as hopeful that a light could come and dispel the darkness. The prophecy of Isaiah about that land goes back to the about 800 years before Jesus made his appearance in Capernaum, followed a, 
conquest by the empire of Assyria that was pretty brutal and left that land in a great deal of pain and darkness. And Isaiah prophesied that indeed, despite how dark it was, light would come. And it really wasn't terribly different in the time of Jesus. A different empire, the Romans, but still plenty of darkness. Living there under the Roman rule and, and things had been troublesome up in Galilee. There had been a rebellion and the Romans had crushed it with great violence, a great deal of darkness, a great deal of fear, a great deal of shame, a great deal of anger lived in the hearts of the people there. They were beaten, but still they stirred with a desire to be free. The Romans, the way they treated people, you just didn't matter. And so every day, the people of this land were told in a thousand different ways that they were meaningless, that they had no value, other than what they could produce to keep their lives alive from the vengeance of Rome. They worked incredibly hard and received very little as a result of their work. If they were ill or sick, they were even more meaningless, more worthless, nothing but burdens. And this was too communicated in a thousand different ways. And they felt the powerlessness of knowing no matter how angry they were, they could not change the way it was because the vengeance and the power and the cruelty of Rome would overwhelm them again. So into that setting, after the death after the arrest of John the Baptist, which again was a symbol to the people that they were powerless. This prophet who brought some light and some hope into their lives was now in the darkness of prison, silenced. Walks Jesus, walking into Capernaum from his hometown in Nazareth, which was just a few miles away, and announcing that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And the people would know what the kingdom of heaven was like because it would be exactly the opposite of what they were living in under the kingdom of Rome. And Jesus was able to communicate to them that in the kingdom of heaven, no matter what's true of you, you matter. You are valued, you are loved, you count. And he would communicate this with his look, with his touch, with his words. And he brought the healing that people needed. And he brought a sense of light and hope and goodness. But the darkness was still hovering all around. But nonetheless, a light had arisen. Something new was happening. Something was changing. But mostly what Jesus came to tell us is that what really needs to change may not be the circumstances around us, but what really might need to change is ourselves, our hearts, our minds, our desires, 
our hopes. And so his announcement of the kingdom of heaven is preceded by the word repent, which simply means to change the way you look at things. Change the way you see yourself. Change the way you see each other. Do not see enemies, but see friends. Do not see competitors, but see collaborators. Do not see your shame, but see your goodness and your holiness and that of those around you. And this he communicated. So when he walks along that sea and calls those four brothers, it's probably not the first time that they've encountered him. They had probably encountered him on the streets of Capernaum maybe many times. And had experienced the look he gave them, experienced the words he spoke, experienced his touch and his presence and his goodness, and had him, stir, had him stir in them hope that indeed the way it is is not the way it has to be. And so they're ready to go after him, to follow. And they have quite a journey ahead of them. And on that journey, what will happen to them is that while everything around them may remain very much the same or even be worse, they will be transformed. They will be changed. They will see the world in a new way. And instead of seeing darkness all around them, they will see light. Instead of experiencing profound fear, they will learn to trust. Instead of feeling the devastation of shame, they will know they're loved. And instead of being consumed by anger, they will be moved to passion and compassion. And so as we sit here in our land of gloom, maybe not just the darkness of the sky, but the darkness of what surrounds us, let us allow him to look at us, to touch us, to speak to us, and to call us on the same journey of transformation from darkness to light that he called Simon and Andrew, James and John.